Hey everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, your friendly neighborhood stoner, and this is where I talk about weed and cannabis and marijuana and all the things that go with it. To begin with, we go with stoner moments. Uh, Last time I mentioned that I did get a reply from Cannabis Reports on the synthesis and degradation chart that I included in episode 32. And I just wanted to say that I updated episode 32's uh, blog notes with the information in the reply. And I will also have that information on the blog notes for this episode if you don't want to go digging. But if you do want to go digging, that's what the search bar is for, thespliffpodcast.com. Another stoner moment that I want to say was derp. I, I kind of forgot to update my SoundCloud account for a few weeks. So if that's where you listen, I do apologize. Uh, you can always find more episodes on thespliffpodcast.com or iTunes, or any kind of podcasting app like OneCast, or that's the only one I actually know of. So uh, it's it's really hard to, to rotate the material sometimes on SoundCloud. And, and uh, I think I told myself, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then I didn't do it for like a month. Hmm. Whoops. Recently, I was talking about how THCA... C- specifically via the Soothing Sues, has been helping me out with some sinus pressure and some sinus inflammation and things like that. And man, I am really in it right now. The pressure and the humidity, they really get to me. And at first I wasn't sure. I was like, oh my God, my head hurts so bad. Is it, Am I making it worse with the Sue's or am I making it better and it just sucks right now? And when I held back on the Sue's, it became apparent that I was getting worse. So uh, a lot of times I get really, really bad sinus uh, pressure headaches and things like that. And using the Sue's in the ears and up the nose. I had to use it like three times yesterday. But when I woke up this morning, I didn't have any sinus pressure. I didn't have any uh, congestion or anything like that. And I know that I'm doing good things for me, even though right now I've got these crazy black eyes from the day that I didn't use the Sue's and I didn't put the the little wax patches on my forehead as soon as I should have. And I let it get so bad that I actually had the little wax patches on the side of my nose because that's where it hurt so badly. So when that swelling went down and two days later, I got this nice little shiner on the inside of my nose. Uh, I went running to Google where I learned of allergic shiners is what they're called, which is basically you get sinus inflammation, the blood pools because it can't go anywhere and it results in a black eye. And a lot of times toddlers get this. I've noticed that I've had this as an adult, but I think because of my issues with my sinus inflammation, creating dark circles on top of my genetic dark circles, I I wasn't as aware that this was a sinus related issue in conjunction with sinus pressure headaches. And I think luckily I just haven't had this kind of sinus pressure headache in a while. 
Um, but I definitely recognize it for what it is. And if allergies and sinus pressure is something you deal with, using THCA to address it really, really helps. And the way I do that is by using a Q-tip and coating it in the Soothing Sue's THCA infused coconut oil and rubbing it around the inside of my nose and on the insides of my ears and letting it coat my sinus passages. Now, I'm really not someone who normally goes straight to putting things up my nose. So I just want to kind of highlight the fact that the, the fact that I keep doing this really, I hope, is a testament to how well it works. Um, I hate nasal sprays. I've never done coke in my life. I tried snuff when I was a teenager and that really just cemented the fact that I don't like things up my nose. Uh, sometimes when I would have really bad sinus issues, I, the last few years I've been using like saline solution. Uh, I tried a neti pot, but it just made my ears swell up while my nose was free and clear. My ears were not happy and I was getting dizzy spells. So I stopped. Uh, But even with the saline solution, like my nose would just dry out a lot. It it helped with some of the drainage and some of the swelling, but I still had a lot of issues and I have never found as much success as I have with the soothing Sue. So I just, if I feel like, or if I sound like I can't stop talking about it, that's because I can't stop talking about it. Like seriously, I bought a bunch of soothing Sue's from her And then I just had to buy a bunch more because I can't stop giving it away. Like people tell me their problems and I'm like, you need this in your life, obviously. Let me be this angel that gives it to you. Oh, shit. No, I don't have any. Fuck. Mm. It's not a terrible life to lead. Uh, But it really just, if you're especially in Southern California like I am and really sensitive to pressure changes or humidity or the pollen or whatever the fuck is going on right now, Soothing Sue's and or THCA if you have your own way of doing it and uh, concentrate patches along the front of the head are doing wonderful things to make sure that I am pain-free even if I don't always look like it with this shiner, but I am pain-free and the more consistent I am with it and attacking those needs as they pop up, just honestly, the better I feel all around. And I know a lot of people around me are really unhappy and bitching and I'm trying to tell them that this is something that they can be doing too. And I hope that they find just as much success with it as I have. Thanks, Sue. Well, that wraps up our stoner moments, the section where I like to reflect on things from previous episodes that need clarification or just plain lapsed on or things like that. Now we're going to move into a section that we don't do all the time, um, but every now and then I got to get blunted with you, real blunted. I went to a dispensary last week. And I was looking for the pure CBD Chiba Chews. And there happened to be one near me that I found on Weed Maps that had a reasonable price for it, $15. And I was like, sweet, it's like two blocks from me. I'll take a walk down there. It'll be great. And I get into the dispensary and it's 
It's pretty typical for the valley, you know, heavy bars, but funky vibe, not too dirty. So that was nice. And the lady that was behind the counter was just fucking rude, like not really customer service oriented necessarily, but she gave me my papers. I know how to do this. So it wasn't really an issue for me. Um, and I went to fill out the, the contract after giving her my recommendation and license. And I get to the end of the contract and there's a caveat that asked me, if you are female, are you pregnant? And it, it made me pause because that's not a question I'm used to seeing on contracts for dispensaries. And... After my whole episode about pot and pregnancy and women's health issues, I was just really incensed. And so next to it, I put, no, why is this a question even? What the fuck? Or WTF for those teenagers, because WTF is actually what I wrote. Yeah, it's a contract. I can write my feelings and express it. And I really wanted to express it. I don't think that it should be a question. So I handed it back in and oh, that was another thing. Like she had my rec, but she needed me to fill out the doctor information. I'm like, can't you do that? I know you're going to give me my rec back, but you're not going to give me my license. You're not going to explain to me how any of this works either. You're just going to keep pissing me off after I'm already incensed. All right. And uh, she goes over my contract and then she looks over at me and she's like, well, Actually, we have this question because it's a legal issue. And I was like, actually, it's not a legal issue. She's like, actually, it's illegal for us to, I'm like, it's not illegal at all. That is between a doctor and the patient. And it's none of your business whatsoever. And uh, and that kind of shut her up pretty good. No, no, actually, she she tried to say one more thing. And then I was like, look, it's a contract and I can write whatever I want on there if you want me to sign it. And then that shut her up. And then I got seen pretty quickly and the place was all right. But the, and the guy was trying to like give me the whole spiel. And I was like, look, I know what I want. I'm here for CBD Chiba Chews. Give me this many of them. Tell me how the fuck to pay for them. Get the fuck out of here because I'm done. And uh, that's a really frustrating fucking experience to get my medicine. And, and I, the dispensaries would take it upon themselves to deny anybody the medicine that is needed, yet alone some bullshit fucking ethical nonsense that they've taken upon themselves to regulate how pregnant women behave. Fuck you. Fuck you, you judgmental motherfucking nosy bastards. That felt good to get out. Thanks, guys. All right, let's talk about what we're really here for. Hey, for a change, I don't have like some big time constraint or anything. I've got at least an hour that I could be sitting here talking. So I, uh, I'm i not going to feel any pressure and I might ramble a lot if that's not your thing. Sorry, guys. Sometimes it's your thing. And, uh, and I'm just going to say that I'm here for those guys. All right. And gals. Oh, man, I got to say. The last couple of weeks, I took a really big hit in my numbers for the downloads and everything. And I was like, oh, man, what what happened? Did I just did I just suck? Do do people did just like were they ghost and, and now they're really gone or and then I was like, oh, 
summertime. School's out. Oh, I think I just see a reflection of how much of my listener base have school-aged children and how many of them are actually parents. Those mommies and probably daddies, I'm sure, too, though they aren't always as vocal. Um, But I know that they're out there. And uh, I'll see you guys when you get back. All right? I'm not going to worry about it. So you guys are still doing great. My numbers are already bouncing back. So mm, I was like, (gasps) my ego took a hit. Oh, no. But back to the information, what we're here for, e-nails. Now, I talked about e-nails way back when, when I went to the Secret Cup, which I think was in December. And I think it was, yeah, right around my birthday. And I I bought an e-nail there from Dabland. And I hadn't really busted it in yet. I hadn't really tried it out. And then when I started trying it out, I was having a lot of issues with it. So it's taken me, I don't want to be super biased against it. I really wanted more information myself. And unfortunately, I I can't promise you that I've got a lot of canister grade information. I can give you the basics about e-nails, but I'm having a lot of issues finding a really good setup for myself. And I really need to spend more time and unfortunately money that I don't necessarily have uh, on it. And uh, there's going to be some follow-up to this. So if this doesn't satisfy you, just hold on. We'll get back to it. In the meantime, I don't normally dab when I do my podcast, and I was super excited to potentially be able to have my email set up here at my tiny little workstation. My t- well, it's not tiny, but it's definitely crowded. That's my fault. And, and do some dabs with everyone, but I don't want to use the nail that I have with my email, and I'm going to talk more about that uh, closer or a little later in the podcast. Um, But so instead, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna set up my torch kind of close a little bit behind me, but close enough that I can just swivel around and take a dab and share it on the podcast. I can't have a torch in my computer station because that's clearly a fire hazard. Did I tell you how crowded the space is? Oh, man, cluttered just cluttered. So we're going to have to bust out the torch behind us and take a dab. I'm going to get it ready. You get it ready. Let's blaze it. I don't know how many dabs I'm actually going to end up taking because it will be kind of a pain in the ass. And I have this flower that I still really, really enjoy smoking. So I got the golden pineapple next to me. And then I just got this indica the white that I won't be smoking, but I really want to talk about because it's kind of a newer strain that I'm seeing pop up quite a lot in a lot of different markets. It's not to say that the white hasn't been around for a long time. I'm just seeing it kind of everywhere pop up. And one of the things that I really like about the white is that it's a really great OG Kush and it has this OG smell to it that's very light and kush heavy. So as a kush lover myself, when I do choose indicas, this is one of my favorite OGs that that I found. And it's just gorgeous. It's totally covered in trichy. And it's really, really relaxing for me. So but the smell for an indica is just 
It's beautiful, just sweet and earthy and really light. The white is known for not being overly pungent. It has a, a gorgeous scent to it for sure, but it is a really light scent that tends to stay in the jar more than fill a room when you pop it open. So that's great. But for now, I am going to be dabbing some Af Queen that I got from the Creme de Canna line. Uh, it's a nice heady one. It's a beautiful shatter. Here we go. very tasty. I think I've posted pictures of it on my Instagram before. The Spliff Podcast. Yeah, the Spliff Podcast. But it's this fantastic mix of Afghani and green crack and not a strain mix that was bred necessarily, but a Afghani harvest and a green crack harvest that were trimmed, the trim was thrown together, and then blasted. And oh, it is so tasty and really great for the body. I went to yoga today and had a really tough session. Aaron always makes me sweat. And the dabs really help me relax and get back into my body and, and accept the changes that I have created today. I'm actually keeping some pretty good posture, I gotta say. So let's start with e-nails. E-nails are basically soldering irons uh, that you use to heat the nail of your dabbing rig. And I don't have time. Well, I guess I do have time to get into a lot of the terminology, but I didn't necessarily want to make this about dabbing. I do have an intro to concentrates episode. I think that was like episode five or something, but I'm not sure how deep I went into it. Uh, I'd have to look, I have to listen to it again. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm just going to kind of go over some of them. If you have any questions, you can always email me, reach out to me on Facebook, reach out to me on Twitter. You can call me at 209-86-SPLIFF. That's 209-867-7543. Uh, I'm happy to answer questions over the internet for email or whatever like that, or to also address them on the podcast, especially if I think that you are far from the only person with that question. So know that if at any time during this podcast, you're like, what, what is she skipped that part? Reach out to me, please. So a soldering iron is just a digital converter that heats up a metal tip, whatever that metal is made out of, right? And you can use that technology if you're savvy like that to build your own coil and for heating your nail. I'm not savvy like that. So I'm one of those suckers who has to end up paying $150 to $400 for a soldering iron. But what that does, as opposed to a torch that you use to heat up your nail is it lets you be digital. Let's get digital. It lets you dial it in. But 
the nail will still vary a little bit based on things like how often you hit it, how much air is actually flowing through the nail, how cold your room temperature is, but it's still really great for consistency in dabbing. And especially if you like those low temp dabs, you don't have to gauge a number of seconds between your red hotness. You can just set it at 540 and go with it if that's your preferred temperature. There are portable options like the Cloud Vapes and the Dr. Dabbers, um, but they have limited ranges of temperature settings. It's like 800 or 1000 degrees. And so if you are a low temp person, those high temperatures aren't really going to do it for you. And, and you get differences with taste and things like that when you use them. They're also really hot a lot of times because there's just not enough water to cool the vapor that uh, that you're producing at those high temperatures, very thick vapor. And uh, if you aren't a fire breather that really likes that that rough, hot hit, it can be overwhelming. And it can be a little destructive to the flavor. So it isn't for everyone. Uh, but I enjoyed it when I got to try them. And uh, I'm not going to drop the money on them, but they're a really cool technology. So you have your plug-in emails, and then you have your portable emails. And I'm going to mostly focus on the, the plug-in emails, the little lunch pails and, and digital soldering irons that uh, come with little coil ends for you to, to put over your nail. Now, you need a nail that will actually fit your coil and your rig. Now I think it's time for another dab. This time, I think I'll try some sour diesel. Oh, that's spicy. Always clear it. Okay, I got my ginger tea. Can really feel the sativa in my lungs in that one. Whoo, man. So more on nails. There are a lot of different options. You have domed nails and domeless nails. You have all kinds of different carb styles to choose from. There's no way that I would even consider myself in any way an expert on a dub level like that to to really be able to go into them or to feel like I've done a satisfactory job whatsoever. Hopefully one day maybe I can get somebody in here that uh, that can give me more information on that. I'd be excited to, to do that. But for right now, we're just covering the basics. Now there are also on top of different styles, there are different materials that you can choose from. When it comes to dabbing in and of itself, glass, ceramic, quartz, and titanium are the four big types. But glass isn't really used for e-nails. The the hot heat and keeping it hot, it's just much much more likely to break. 
Uh, quartz covered titanium is kind of the newest trend. I haven't been able to try that out yet, but it seems really interesting. Uh, unfortunately, when it comes to flavor, a lot of times the, uh, the top of your nail isn't the only thing contributing to it. So knowing what's on the inside too will make a really big difference. And that's because your material for the nail can really affect the taste that you get out of it. And so a lot of people like to season their nail. Now, everyone has an opinion on it. When it comes to quartz and ceramic, a lot of people feel that they don't need to season it at all. But when it comes to titanium, you kind of want to treat it like cast iron and you'll get a better flavor and seal in the metal, supposedly, if you treat it the same way when you season it. You heat it up and you coat it, or I should say you coat it and you heat it, you let it cool, you coat it, you heat it, you let it cool, and you do that a few times. And that's supposed to treat the metal and improve the taste that you will be getting out of the nail. Because if you try to hit it too soon, you're going to notice that you're getting a very metallic taste to it. Now, if you have a new nail and an old rig, you can use Reclaim or very cheap material to do this. If, uh, if you're a baller, you can use really good material. I'm not a baller like that. I recently got a new titanium nail, uh, which I mentioned earlier, for this e-nail that I got from... Uh, Dabland at the Secret Cup. And one of the reasons, no, I should say the only reason that I stopped using the e-nail was because I was starting to get dizzy spells. I was starting to get weakness. Uh, my memory was getting really fuzzy. And and I knew something was wrong. And and I like to defer to Coco Chanel in these situations. If you If you put on too much, start taking off with the last thing you put on. So the last thing I put in to my life or put on uh, was the e-nail. So I was like, oh, well, it could be the e-nail itself or it could be this new material that I've been using. And I, I first eliminated the material and used a different material that I knew uh, was safe and didn't affect me in these these really uncomfortable ways because maybe you know I don't like indica like it could just be that it's lowering my blood pressure so much and it's affecting me in that way and I noticed that with the use of the e-nail I was still having dizziness like on the the verge of vertigo and and severe weakness and just a whole list of problems so I stopped using the e-nail and I went back to using the material that I had been vaping before and I noticed that I didn't necessarily get better right away, but I stopped getting worse. And then after a few days, I could see that there were signs that I was actually getting better. And one of the things that really pushed me to stop was that when I looked into my symptoms when combined with a titanium nail, I came across a post on fuck combustion that mentioned the metals in these really cheap titanium nails that 
are flooding the market are made with compounds that could actually produce cyanide gas. Now, I have no idea about the validity of that. Um, Somebody challenged the post and then came back with an edit that was like, "Eh, fuck me, you're right. And I looked up the symptoms of cyanide poisoning and it seemed... It seemed to fit. And so that's why I stopped using my e-nail entirely, but specifically because I didn't have a nail that I felt I could use with the the system itself that would be safe for me to vape off of. And after a couple of weeks, I have to say that I haven't had any symptoms like that. I, I've healed completely. I've been able to dab anything I want off of the titanium nail that I was using before that I got from a friend of mine with the torch. And there hasn't been an issue at all. I recently purchased that new e-nail. I seasoned it. I got it nice and hot. I coated it with some cheap material, some oil that I do not want to dab hasn't very worked very well topically or in edibles for me. I'm just kind of like, it's good for people that like moon rocks or caviar, whatever you want to call it, but it's not, it's not my kind of thing. Um, but it was great material for seasoning. I could throw globs and globs and globs on there, which I did, but the nail never, it it never really got great tasting. It never even got good tasting. In fact, with the electric coil, it still tasted very metallic. And I was getting really stoned, but it was an uncomfortable stone again. Like, I don't know. I just, I was really worried that it, it wasn't doing me any service. So I stopped. And I mean, and that's only been like three days and I only used it maybe twice and I'm being very sensitive to the changes that are going on within me but it made my lungs hurt and and I just want people to know that when you are dabbing and heating up metal it it, I'm sure I went mid-grade this time in part because I'm cheap and I really wanted to save some money and in part to see what was out there. Um, and uh, I would say go with the advice that, that kind of tends to flood these forums, which is spend your money on a nail. Spend the 130 to 200 some dollars in order for certified medical grade titanium and a company that is trusted to stand behind the quality of their material. Because I could exchange this nail out with the vendor potentially, but I don't want another cheap Chinese nail to come back at me. And if you Google China titanium nail, you can find how to buy them really easily. $90 will get you like 10 titanium nails that you can flip for 60 bucks easily. And who knows what's in there? So... If you are thinking about moving into concentrates and dabbing and e-nails, try and be safe about it and and watch your health. And best of luck to you. I'm going to try and buy a ceramic nail next. 
I I think I like the ceramic a little bit better than I like the quartz when I've had a chance to try them, uh, mostly at cannabis conventions and things like that, which is one of the reasons I love going there. Not only do I get a bunch of free dabs, I really get to experience the options that are out there and what could work for me. And don't get cyanide poisoning. Fuck my life. So next time, I'm going to go ceramic and... Uh, and fingers crossed on that one. It may not last as long as the titanium one that my friend gave to me, but I want to say I want some options anyway. I don't mind playing. I think I'm tuned in enough that when it becomes dangerous, I will back off. Uh, I think if anything, uh, my last experience just proved that. So hate to be a bummer on that one. But stay tuned for future tune-ins. Woot, woot, woot. All right, you guys. Time to safety. You know, I know I'm... I said I had all this time and I'm I'm nearing up on stuff. But that's okay. Then I can, I can bank some stuff. So this might not be a super long episode. But I'm putting all this time to good use, you guys. In the meantime, let's safety real quick. I'm going to smoke some weed. And I'm not... I think I'll I'll smoke a bong. No, fuck it. I'll take a dab. You know I'm going to take a dab. Let's see. We're ending it here. I got some Girl Scout cookies. This is some like, it's like not sugar. It's like butter. That's I think what, no, it's not. I don't know what you call this kind. It's definitely sticky. And it's a hybrid that I don't normally do. So if I go derpity derpies... Well, at least we're ending soon. Now, since this Girl Scout cookies has an oilier, stickier texture to it, it's still beautiful amber color. Uh, but that oilier texture, I'm going to do a lower temperature hit. So I'm just going to let my nail cool a little bit. My nail's nice and dirty, so it smokes a little bit. And that actually helps me gauge when it's the right temperature for me. When I get just the right amount of wisp of smoke, I know that's the time to hit it. This is an especially interesting Girl Scout cookie. It's uh, slightly on the minty side, not a lot of sweet to it really uh, leaning on the earthiness. Ooh, it's almost a diesel back note to it. God damn. But in a good way, not in a butane kind of way. So what will this safety meeting be about? Oh, my flashlight. My flashlight has been such a savior to me. I have this little mag light, little handheld mag light that I keep around right with all of my cannabis materials for dabbing. And I keep it right in front of my rig because inevitably when I'm using shatter, which that sour diesel and the aff queen were, I, no matter how much I try I'm going to lose the shatter it's gonna snap on me and it's gonna pop off into the carpet 
Now I do have a rug down in this particular area, so that helps. But even with that, it's really difficult. And I started noticing all these little spots where I, I couldn't find the shatter after I lost it. And then it would pop up on my foot or on my clothes or on the back of my phone or on my boyfriend's clothes. And he wasn't excited about that at all. And so I was like, all right, I need help finding this when it happens because I can usually get the general direction or I feel it or something. So I put the flashlight there and my shatter retention rate has gone up like 90 fold. It's off the charts, folks. It really helps, especially with shatter. It's not probably as helpful with things like crumble, um, but with the shatter, it really helps get that reflection. You can really get when it breaks off, you know, it's got that faceted quality to it. So the flashlight really helps just illuminate it up on the rug and I might not get it right away, but I usually get it. So I could not be the dabber that I am without my flashlight. Thank you, flashlight. Also, thank you to Apple underscore 07 for the iTunes review. I will keep up the great work. I will keep it up. Thank you for the five stars, for the comments. If you can leave a review in iTunes, I would very much appreciate it. Yeah, you. I mean, not Apple 07 because they already left a review. Um, and so did Stony Scott. But you... You haven't left a review yet, so maybe you could do that. Be honest. Leave your honest opinions. Maybe just leave some stars if you, uh, you're you not the loquacious sort. But those are all things that really help put the podcast out there. And that helps other people get answers to questions that they may have. Or maybe just be entertained for a little while. I don't know. People have told me I've got personality. Like, sometimes I'm funny. So... That would be Mucho Appreciado by me. And if you would like to contribute financially, that would really be appreciated. And I do have a Patreon page set up where you can become a contributor and help make the Spliff podcast something that uh, can actually stand on its own financially because right now (laughs) it's all standing on me. But I love doing it and I love being here. So... You know, uh, if you can, you can. If you can't, hopefully you can leave a review in iTunes or just reach out to me and let me know how much it's uh, it's appreciated by you. And I, I really like the feedback, too. I'm an ego monster. I'll take it. Thanks. Again, you can find me at the Spliff Podcast at gmail.com, thespliffpodcast.com. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Spliff Podcast or at Spliff Podcast, or give me a jingle or send me a text, 209-867-7543, and I'll get back to you when I can. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We spliffed it good. Ciao for now. Oh, before I go... Reese, I'm so sorry I couldn't go to your party, Um, but I wanted to say happy birthday, 
And then I realized I didn't have your phone number in my phone, so I'll, I'll probably would have already gotten it from you at yoga by the time you listen to this. Um, but in the meantime, I wanted to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Reese PC. Happy birthday to you.